0: Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the JT Fox Podcast Network. Sometimes we interview celebrities, sometimes like Al Pacino and Chris Voss. Recently, you can look at past interviews. Sometimes we talk about the news. Sometimes we debate the news with my CEO. Sometimes I talk about how to turn income to wealth or how to make some money or whatever topic we are. But today we've got my CEO. We're actually in the garage of billionaire Fred surrounded by Lambo, Ferraris, Corvettes, Chevets, Ghosts. Uh, it's kind of extraordinary to do uh, to do a thing surrounded literally by some of the cars pack welcome
1: thank you for having me
0: well um, i had no choice uh we were both here so together in the same presence so we said we have to do a podcast there's a lot of people enjoying when banter let's get straight to it the first one is this is breaking news bill gates says we should not dismiss the pandemic because there's about a five percent chance that this is going to be even worse than before a uh, new sub variant as well Obviously, you and I had a conversation this morning. How like people are not talking about it, people are not reporting about it. Clearly, no masks at airports uh, in America or on planes, so people are kind of forgetting about it. Is it the fact that maybe people are becoming too like relaxed now? They've had enough with it, or should we take another possible variant more serious?
1: Well, I think everyone's over it. I think we've spent years now in COVID masks. Use a mask, don't use a mask, hand sanitizer, wash your hands. It's not safe to go here. You need to do this, you don't need to do that. Like, I think everyone's just over it at this point based on the fact um, we both flew this week. I would say in the airports, maybe 30%. I don't think I saw anyone on an airplane wearing a mask except a couple of the flight attendants. Um, So I think people are just very over it at this point. Um, could a subvariant variant or a whatever come out and be worse, possibly? I think that that's definitely a risk, but my the other thing I would say to that is you had people masking, vaccine mandates, travel restrictions, all these things, and you still had all these variants come about. So I think it doesn't matter what we do or don't do, it's probably just the natural progression of this virus. So I do think people are very just wanting to get back to normal, but I also wouldn't be surprised because it is the trend that things relax for summer, for spring, summer, there's travel, there's vacationing. And then as you go into the fall, that has been historically now over the past couple of years, what we've seen is as you get into the fall, more restrictions come because of the increased travel, more variants, more exposure, more cases over the summer. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if this fall um, into winter we start to see some restrictions coming back because that is what we've seen every year so far.
0: Interesting enough I had uh, COVID back in January and I had a cold for a period a week which I thought was allergies which was like way worse than what I had obviously vaccinated and uh, you know for those who say not I couldn't travel outside the country unless I was so let's calm down here but I think on one hand, it's like, okay, is this fear-mongering, which some people say it might. But the second of all, is, what if something else happens? But I take a look at how Florida and Texas sort of kind of ran this pandemic. They stayed open pretty much time. And quietly Florida is quite alive now. I was just in Texas for business. That's quite alive. We're in Florida right now. It's, it's booming. And so here's the thing. Okay, there's a 5% chance. Okay, what are they doing to make sure that this doesn't happen right how do we prevent that are we prepared or does it hit us and again we run with our or with our heads cut off as a chicken so I, I you know i think the majority of people are just kind of like whatever you know like I, I even now i think if they would just be like whatever and i think there's a lot less than 30 percent of people wear masks i probably say it's less than 10 percent, but i guess depend what airport you're in there as well so obviously I think we do have to be prepared. I think we unprepared for the last one. I think no one thought about it. i like to say, okay, you know, do we have the, the possible right, you know, technologies to be able to eradicate that? We don't know. Uh, but this, <laughs> this I did this like the type of article, like I was like, yeah, so what? All right, so board Ape, on to the next story. The metaverse, which raised a lot of money for, um, you know, from uh, one of the largest uh, venture capitalists sort of did what's called a cash grab, is what I say. So they sold 55,000 of virtual plots of their uh, metaverse that what happened is because so many people were kind of buying these plots, which they sold out, by the way, uh, at a price starting over at about 5,900 and then second their market has gone way higher, where gas fees, which is cost associated with buying this. A lot of people don't know, it's like, you know, you buy an auction and there's all these fees. Well, there's gas fees. Well, they have hit a record high in Ethereum and people are just all pissed because the system is quite inefficient in terms of fees and people are still using Ethereum. They didn't sort of like do the sort of Dutch style auction to try to slow play this as well. But the fact that, and you see a lot of uh, Bitcoins, uh, you know, sort of some sort kind of currency coins at the lowest they've been. Everyone's talking about Shiba and Dogecoin, they're at their lowest. And so now we've got a lot of NFTs not making. Is this board Ape sort of craze that is sort of the Bitcoin uh, NFT, therefore it survived? Or people are just crazy spending money? And I think a lot of the people are using their Ethereum, but a lot of people are getting caught up in the hype. So let me ask you as well, because there's most NFT projects are not making it right now and people are losing a lot of money and no one's talking about that. They're just talking about the one or two that are making it. But is it sustainable?
1: think you know I do think there is space in the NFT world I think nobody's figured out what it looks like how it's gonna work what it is I think there has been opportunity exactly what you said from a cash grab perspective which if you're someone that took advantage of that great if you're someone that got screwed by that that sucks and I'm sorry I mean I don't know why I'm apologizing because I'm not involved in it at all but it's one of those things where it is I've been saying this since the beginning of the NFT launch. I think there is a hundred percent viability in the NFT space for artists as I think it is a progression of art, right? From actual painting, musician, art, artist. I do think there is viability in it's just a different way to actually tangibly own a piece of art. Now I think in that it's such a hot topic. There's become so many different ways for people to make money off of it that are probably the the value isn't really been there it's just it's hot right now but i think you know i don't i I don't know what the I, i don't think there is an answer and i think there's a lot of people getting screwed and it sucks for those people getting screwed because you are hopping on the trend late i think there's a lot of people making a lot of money just because they got on the trend early. And, you know, I, I do think that happens with a lot of different industries. Um and I do think there is viability to the NFT space, but I don't know what that looks like for the average everyday person. And I think that's the piece is that everybody's trying to get in. And I, I do know people that have bought land and flipped land and built houses and go into their virtual world where they go to each other's homes and hang out in their virtual homes in the metaverse. And to me, that seems like not something I'm racing to do, but I guess when you have friends or family and you're not near each other, you go and you hang out in the metaverse and sure, I guess there's space for that, but I also think there's people that are like, oh, I need to buy this land in the metaverse and are probably going to end up losing money on that. So. I know both sides but i don't i don't think there is an answer yet and i think there's a lot of people unfortunately getting taken advantage of
0: i think it's going to be the broke verse i think that's what we're going to call it
1: i don't think it's going away
0: i don't think it's going away i think a lot of people are just going to lose a lot of money and then i'm going to say i told you so and everyone who scam people are not going to be held accountable so which brings us to the next topic warren buffett rips wall street for turning the stock market into a gambling parlor And everyone has become instant, only gambling parlor, only Warren Buffett was like 150 years old would say that. And so he was talking about Wall Street. People are trading 12 times a day, the same stock, and it's become just gambling. And people have gone away from the fundamentals. And I think, and I said this before, and I've said this in a previous podcast, I thought the market was going to go down. And reason being, I said, all it would take is a few companies to announce not so good earnings. And all of a sudden, now we're kind of seeing the effects of the great resignation. We had a guy here who owns a lot of restaurants here who spoke to us, who, by the way, had a horrible fourth and first quarter this year because of the great resignation. People don't want to work. They don't go anywhere. And so now you're seeing Amazon down 10 percent. Uh, YouTube didn't hit their earning marks. And so you are going to see a retraction. Now, I don't know how much more I think it's all depending on events, but. Look at all the people at 36, I dumped everything at 36 and I just really have no intention of buying anything now. It's like a Russian roulette, it keeps, comes moving, moving, or a gambling parlor. And I think there's a, there's some tremors below that are happening. I don't think people are realizing about it. We, we heard of a story today of someone who was making X amount in this industry, $70,000 at their job being a manager. They're brand new green and someone offered them a hundred five, hundred thousand. Two months after the job, and they left. And then they, they went back to that job, and he hired them for 105000 So I think people are not talking so much about not only the gambling, but how crazy these staff overprice, nobody wants to work. And I think that's probably a greater threat to the economy. I think people are talking about it, but we're really not talking about the effects about it.
1: Well, one, I love the term the stock market is a gambling parlor. I think that is and yes to Warren Buffett but I think I think there's a few things going on I think one you probably have more individuals day trading right now than were pre-pandemic right so um, I think there's more people that are you know looking for alternative ways to make income partially being in that great resignation the stock market has been so volatile so it's been a way where day traders are able to be very successful. Now, you're also able to lose a ton of money day trading as well, but I think that's a huge piece. You, you the stock market historically had been, I buy stocks, I let it sit for a very long time, and I make money over time, where I think you have more people, which is affecting, you know, volume of shares being traded, it's driving the price up and down, and and all over the place because I do think you have more people actually day trading the market. The second piece, I think, you have a lot of companies being impacted because people's behavior have changed as a result of the pandemic. And I do think, you know, the great resignation is a huge impact. I look at JTU and myself, we are not the same people we were at the beginning of the pandemic and our behaviors are not the same. We both used to go, I mean, you, we both, well, you moved states, um, you lived in a completely different environment than you do now. I lived in a different place. Now I own a house. I'm going out a lot less. We travel a lot less. Business travel is still not a fraction of what it was pre-pandemic. So I think you have a total shift in, People have realized you can do business over Zoom now, so maybe I don't need to travel quite as much to have, the like I don't need to have every meeting in person, I can do a huge portion of those over Zoom or over the phone, and so I think there's a reduction in travel. So with the reduction in travel, you think about that from a business traveler standpoint. That doesn't just impact airlines and hotels, that impacts restaurants, that impacts shopping, that, it, that impacts so many other industries just in business travel alone. Then you look at the amount of people that have left companies, right, that are potentially downsizing in their household. So you had a lot of families that were dual income earners that realized we can survive and we can live a comfortable life of one income. Well, what does that mean? Now, maybe you have people pulling their kids out of daycare. Maybe you have that other person that's figuring out how to start their own job. They're probably not spending as much because the household overall isn't making as much. You had a lot of people that were home 24/7. A lot of states were shut down for a very, very long time. So it changed people's behaviors overall, which I think is having a huge impact on the economy. And I think there are things that people think, oh, this stock should be coming back or this company should be coming back, but they're not coming back in the same way and may never come back to those same levels again. So I think you have the combination of a lot of different things going on to where some companies are not back to where they were. You have more volatility in the market. You have more people gambling, as Warren Buffett would say, daily on that volatility in the market. And I think it's creating a different environment than we've ever experienced before. And it's not just fixed or going to be fixed by, oh, you don't have to wear masks anymore, right? That's not, people are fundamentally changing and have changed. And I don't think they're going to just snap their fingers and change back to who they were pre-pandemic.
0: You know, the interesting thing about this is that when they increased the pricing of baggage planes because of fuel prices, they never brought them back down. And the question is, will price go back down? because we're all used to overpaying for things, right? And maybe in some industries it will because there'll be someone cheaper and if you don't go in there, but there's a price squeeze happening. Interestingly enough, uh, I just read an article, mattresses, right? People are like not making those big ticket purchases anymore. They're going to more discount stores. So you're gonna see companies like Walmart or discount brands doing very well. And do I really need a, you know an expensive brand like Nike? Can I just get a regular no. pair of shoes?
1: I will tell you this. What? You don't need an expensive mattress because I bought my mattress off of Wayfair. It was a couple of hundred dollars and I get more like people. It's a memory foam mattress. So people always want to lay in it. I've more people tell me how comfortable the mattresses are on the beds in my home. None of them were more than three or five (laughs) hundred dollars.
0: I thought you were saying. Why are people trying out your mattress? That's what's no, that, no, no. Like the kids, guest rooms? All okay, the, all, right, the all right, all right. I, I, I'm glad you clarified that. Like, all <laughs> no. oh, these people come to my house, compliment the mattress. It, it, is, was like, okay. it is
1: all the mattresses in my home, which include two guest bedrooms. <laughs> so lots of people in my guest. Oh, room.
0: Of course, you should have said my dogs love the mattress. They do. My dogs right.
1: do. My dogs also love my mattresses.
0: Yeah, so, all right, just to be, like, clarified as well. Also, too, a lot of people talk about that there's now hour wait uh, for the airlines. uh, That's starting to increase travel. And then there's another potential travel. All the people that cancel their travel because of the pandemic, because of COVID, now this year they're going to want to travel this summer. And that's causing a massive problem. Revenue for the airline. uh, Lines are going to be greater as well. So that is problems that having. Also, too, they're saying, and, and this is, may have been confirmed, that Putin is going to have cancer surgery and that all this immediate speculation of him having being bloated and this, that his cancer is going to have surgery, and he's going to hand into his reins to the guy that basically said, uh, while he has surgery, that you should you know invade Kiev, which, by the way, there doesn't seem to be any end in sight. And people are not even talking about that as much as they did because there's also fatigue, which just goes to show we get bombarded with things, we get tired, and we move on to the next thing and so there was more chatter about elon musk and twitter than there was about obviously kiev and russia as well and uh, there doesn't seem to be any end in sight there so that's it for today obviously we're here every single day or at least i try to all we ask is just give us a favor please give us a five-star rating or review of any kind and also on Spotify as well. It means the world to, uh, to us and doesn't cost you anything. Also remember if you'd like to do business with us, if you want me to fund your deals, if you want to meet my billionaire, millionaire, or 400 of the most driven individuals and do business. I love that you love this show. I would rather do business with you. Check the link in the chat, jtfoxlive.com links, come and join the founders. It is free and together we can go way farther than we are as alone. Alone you can go faster, but together you can go way farther. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. I know you're going to like it cuz Pac was here, my CEO, and I don't even know if I even introduced you. I don't I did I introduce you? I don't even know if I actually properly introduced you we just start this whole show again. Start with Bill Gates. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll figure out she runs things as well. That's it for today. Also, this week, exclusive interview with Sylvester Stallone. We had Pacino if you want to go in the past. Big news coming up ahead. Thanks for being on. We shall see you tomorrow.